Uh, all right. So, uh, so just a quick question, David. Um, I'm just doing some analysis on the chart. Am I doing? Yeah. What else am I doing? Am I taking questions? Yeah. Or, uh, like so... if people have specific things they want to look at. Yeah. So everyone can uh, enter symbols or questions for Casey and, and uh, yeah. Okay. You, I mean, you'll probably get a bunch of questions, but if you have anything, you know, you, you want to look at first. All right. Yeah. Market, yeah. Would, okay. Yeah. So I'll go over a couple things and then uh, I will um, take some requests. So I'm going to start with Tesla. Uh, they had some big news yesterday with their earnings was down. Um, you can see here, let's zoom up a little bit. You can see here we're inside of a wedge. Okay. And um, this particular wedge is just been, you know, it's getting smaller and smaller. Right. So you notice there's a big swing down here. And another swing, and then now it we'll see where this actually lands. But when it starts to contract like this, uh, it begins to wind up, and then price is then looking to make a break. Okay, and when it breaks out, uh, that's where you can get some really really good trades. Uh, so let's take a look over here. Okay, and this was a trade that I had participated in, and was a fantastic trade where if we just draw the trend line here, you can see we've got a wedge pattern forming, very similar to the one that we currently have, right? And you see, we got the breakup, we get the pattern, and then what happened when that thing broke, right? And a, a lot of stocks will do this a lot, but uh, this Tesla is very well known for this. I can actually go and show a couple other examples here. Uh, Tesla has done this many times, and when I see it beginning to develop, I get extremely excited because it's usually a fantastic setup. Uh, the absolute best trade of my entire career was on this setup, and so usually if I'm doing a presentation like this, I like to discuss it because it's it's got a lot of potential. So right now you're noticing that the it's... RSI is at 30, which is significant, signifies overbought or oversold. And in this area, I think that we could get a bounce here. So a potential buy trade could come up off the bottom of this. If we get here, we get a candlestick pattern and a bounce. Uh, that might be a buy. We're looking around the maybe, you know, 200 or so, 210. Now you'll notice you see this pattern right here where it went down and this was a, a big gap up. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a gap, but this one was a gap, and then it took off for quite some time. It was a pretty nice gap from 220 up to 276. Okay, so that's a potential trade, but it's not obviously not the highest quality. I like to really try to be patient for the high quality because if we go down here and we get a bounce, we might get a, a nice move from 220 up into this trend line, which is 250. So it's still $20, a $20, $25 move, but it's not the big one, right? Because this move here was 188 to 301. That's a $120 move. That's a, a monster, monster move. Okay. So uh, let's just take a look at a couple other monster moves. So, so you can see we had this one here. We've got this one developing. So just from being here and watching this uh, presentation, it gives you something to put on your watch list. And that's really what I recommend doing, getting on the watch list, checking out your trades on a daily basis, and just being patient for your setup. What's cool about trading like this is if you're using a daily chart, 
is you don't really have to trade a lot. I mean, I like to sometimes sit down and do some day trading, but I don't do it all the time. But I, what I usually do almost every day is go through and look at the daily chart, watch my watch list, because I can consistently go through, find good setups, get them into a pattern. And when they trigger, a great trade happens, especially if you got some really good stocks, right? I like to to filter with some really good stocks. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I like to look at growth companies, companies that are growing. So I, I run some scanners that will show companies that are growing uh, year over year growth or some some uh, good consistent growth. I like to see earnings growth. Now, Tesla, the reason it dropped yesterday is because the earnings growth had slowed down. Uh, so they had increased their year over year revenue, but their earnings growth slowed down. And so they're making more money right they're they're collecting revenue means they're collecting more money but they didn't have as much bottom line profit once they take all of the expenses out of the equation uh their profit was lower and the reason that happened was because they were they lowered the price of their vehicles so they sold more vehicles and made more money but the bottom line was tighter okay so with that being said it's still a great company but you can't ever trade based off of fundamentals. You can't ever trade based off of a great stock that's growing because the more growth that a stock has, the more volatility that it's going to have, which means it's going to jump up and have some huge drops. And you're going to see a lot of crazy things happen uh, with growth stocks. And so if you think, oh, this company's great, I believe in it. And you make a trade based on that you're more than likely going to lose. You have to have good timing in place. And you know the way that I do that is I use chart patterns and technical analysis, and I enter the trades with a pretty tight stop looking for a big breakout. Because if you just try to time it like Tesla, if you're trying to time this thing, you would have got burnt. I actually know quite a few traders that uh, we're trying to time Tesla and it went all the way down to a hundred dollars right here. It looks like it's at 101. And so they got, they closed it because there was just too much pain involved. Um, so I wanted to, to go back in time here a little bit and show you one of my best trades using the very same, and I'm not going to be on Tesla long, but much more longer, much longer, <laughs> but here's another one, right? This one happened right here. And this thing, this was, uh, this was actually the best trade I ever made right here. And so I still remember I had this triangle in place, same triangle we're looking at right now. And when it broke out, it was, it just really took off. Okay. And uh, you can just see the move. This this move is at a 146 up to 300. And so the price doubled. Okay. In a pretty short period of time. And there was, you'll get those a lot. Here was another one too. Let me zoom up on this one. So just be aware of these. Uh, and, and I'm not like saying that, that I only trade these type of patterns, but this is definitely one that I look at uh, and I've been very successful with this pattern. So you can see this one breaking out to uh, another really good trade. This one went from 102 up to 170. So just trying to find those. And the reason I wanted to bring it up is because we're in the wind up phase right now. So that means there's a massive opportunity for uh for traders. And one last thing I wanted to show uh, was this last big down triangle. See how steep this down move was right here was a really big, uh, really big down channel. And then when it broke out the top of the channel was a great trade. So, uh, so you'll notice that if this current 
if this current position doesn't hold here, if this trying, I'm not saying that it is because I can't predict what's going to happen. I have no idea what the future holds, but I am going to say that if this doesn't hold, the next place I would be looking would be maybe along this channel for, this is a pretty big channel, but it could come back down off the bottom here. And um, if it did, if it, if it doesn't bounce here and it breaks down lower, I'd be looking to buy down at the bottom of this channel. Okay, so that's my Tesla. I uh, think it's a great opportunity. I really like trading this stock a lot. It's been still my most profitable. All right, now I saw that um, that gold was on the list. That was the first one I saw. So I, I'm not don't know if I'm going to be able to get to all of them because there's quite a few. But I'm going to Wayne ask for gold, and I'm more than happy. <laughs> to go to gold because I just had one of my best trades. I just talked about my best trade in Tesla, but gold just crushed it for me. Um, and for the people that were on my list, they were they saw that. <laughs> I, I posted a video about gold and um, the very next day the thing took off. And so let me show you what I did and I'll tell you what I think it's gonna do next. So. I don't know. Let's get that, remove that one came from. Okay. So this is gold. And we had recently a downward move. And there was this channel right here in gold. And you can see there's the channel, very similar to that channel that I was discussing. And you'll notice that the RSI was down to about 19. And we also had uh, a support level. Okay, so so you see that we have a, quite a few different things working in our favor here, right? I like to try to kind of look at, I like to look at different opportunities. I find multiple points of interest to start targeting a trade. And what had happened was that gold uh, moved down here and it started to pause. And then we had a breakout candle. And so this is a really important candle. This is a very important candle because you'll notice something about this candle. And this is a daily. You'll notice that this candle went through and it broke the lows down at the bottom and it cleared the highs of the previous three candles. Okay, so this is what is, this is a bullish engulfing candle. And what is happening in here is there's a lot of buyers and sellers and, and buyers are starting to load up, but then people were also shorting gold. And so when it broke this support level, it was able to draw in a lot more sellers. And so when you see a big candle that closes out and goes all the way below the lows and then all the way behind the highs is it's flushing out a lot of different people. You know, um, it's flushing out all the buyers, like people were buying and then it decided to go low. So then they close and then their people are selling short. It pushes them out and it just kind of flushes all the orders and then it will push up to the next level. Okay. And so that's what happened. And so when we had all of that happening, we got the RSI, we've got the price action, beautiful candlestick. We've got it hitting the bottom of the trend line and at the channel. And it's bouncing off of a very key support level, which was down here. So we just had a lot of things happening. And uh, that made a really good setup for gold. Now, here's the thing that I did not know. I, I realized that um, 
I realized that gold was had a very high probability of I, I realized that it had a high probability of going going up, of bouncing. I really did. However, uh, what I didn't know is how far it was going to go. As a matter of fact, my targeting was way off um, because I was just targeting. I mean, I, I had a really good trade, but I did not get hardly as much as I could have because I had a take profit. It hit the take profit and it kept on going. And so uh, what I've been able to do, and I'll just show you, is because this has been moving so good. And now we broke out here. You see it went right up in here. It paused and then it took off. Now that it broke out, that is a really signification to me that we could be getting a new uptrend. Now, um, you know, this is right up here near all-time highs. And it tried all-time highs once and it tried it twice and it couldn't break it. And so I'm thinking that we're going to try a third time and maybe third time's the charm, right? And if it breaks that, that could be significant. I mean, that's just, we're at the all-time high here. That's a significant, I think it's to go back for, oh, look, we go back close to the all-time high. We got, yeah, there it is. Look at that. Actually, I said twice. I actually meant three times. <laughs> I meant three. It's tried three times. So if it goes one more time, you know, the more times that a line gets gets tested, the better, the more powerful the breakthrough will be. Okay, because it's it was hard to break, and so it's going to take a lot of buyers to break that. I'm going to switch this over to a weekly just to get a better look at it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So look at what we have here on a weekly. Okay. Just take a look. Oh man, this is so like whoever told me to look at gold. I'm just so happy. Uh, <laughs> this is a sweet pattern because we have a trailing trend line right here. You know, it's got a little deal going. And uh, if this thing breaks, it's going to be a big deal, right? That's going to be a big trade. It's gold has got such a long history of making new highs and just continuing right here. It was at uh, 1700 in 2012, but then. You know, it was it's been down for several years, but once this goes up above this level, and I'm not saying for sure it will, but if it does, it could be holding that 2000 level for years. And who knows, it may never come back down there because gold has historically moved up since the dollar. So really strong opportunity here. But right now, just I was going to tell you what I was doing with this, what I have done, and it's been just fantastic. So I hit my first target and I got out way too early. I got in it right up here. So this was my entry, my initial entry I, around 1820 and around 1830. And I wrote it up to about 1860. So I made about $30 on right in here. But then every time it would pull back, I would get in again. So I got in right here, got a really nice trade, and then it pulled back again and then got in again. And you just see what, how many different opportunities. Okay. Really nice move. Okay, I'm getting in again. Okay, and then even even today, I got in and got another really nice trade on it. So uh, when you have a strong trend like this, you just keep trading it until it stops working. Somebody will be like, "Oh man, we're overbought, we're oversold." You know, if you feel a really strong resistance area coming and you don't want to take the trade, then don't do it. But if you wait for a pullback and you know there's a strong resistance area. There's still a good, you got to make sure you have a good risk to reward ratio, at least a one-to-one, -one. but I'm more of the belief system 
if something is working, just keep doing it until it stops. Like I'm willing right now to buy on those pullbacks that I, I just showed over and over and over again up until I get to this level. Okay, I will continue to do that until I get up to 250. And then if it breaks that 2062, if it breaks it, then I'm going to be a really big believer in the bull run. Some of these bull moves go for years and years and years. And you can literally trade the same thing for years. And now I, the last time I did this presentation and I didn't do it on gold, I did it on something else. I can't remember what it was, but uh, the person was like, well, yeah, that's easy to see in hindsight. Yeah. Thanks for cherry picking. And they didn't use it in that voice because it was a chat comment, but that's how I hear it in my head. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not ridiculing people for, for leaving questions because it's great to ask questions. But the way the question was asked is kind of like, oh, you're cherry picking. Even I can do that. But the thing is, you just don't know how long these things are going to go. So while it's continuing to work, you just keep doing it, right? You just keep doing it. Just like if we look at, you know, if I get to the S&P 500 chart, there's just so many different opportunities uh, to trade that over and over again. And so I'm going to throw in a, a, a link to just because I'm I didn't wasn't even going to mention gold. But since it was asked, I want to throw in a link in here. This is the YouTube video I posted and it's called three reasons to buy gold. And you can see the price you can see. So I, so I'm not like making it up <laughs> that uh, that I made this trade. I actually really did. And this is I posted the video here before it actually even triggered. And so uh, I'm going to throw that link in there for those of you that are curious about watching that later, um, if you want. But yeah, so anyways. Um, okay, so let's go back to the chat. That's it for gold. I think we're probably going to get up here. It was a pretty clean break. I don't know. We probably will definitely have pullbacks along the way. I don't know. We might come back to 19, might come back. I mean, nothing ever moves straight. Today was pretty wild with, with some of the Fed moves, you know, interest rates and all that. So that pushed price up. Okay, so let's go back and see what else we got. Doug says 2200 You So Doug, you know what? You hold that thing or you just keep buying, right? You keep buying over and over and over again every time you get a title pullback, right? That thing, the thing can pay out. You know, you, you you buy and hold or you just pay out, take your daily gold payday as long as that thing keeps. All right. So let's go ahead and um, I'm just going to take these in order. So DJ, uh, DJ did Baba. So let's go ahead and take a look at Baba. And, you know, some of these companies I'm not real familiar with. So it might be a little different. Um, so Alibaba, I have traded this before, but it's been a long time. But what I will first of all say is that it is very sideways, but it's very gappy too, <laughs> very gappy. And there has been some big moves in the past, but not in a while, right? So right here was uh, 57 all the way up to 120. So that's the type of move we'd love to be able to find. You get in there, you just take that thing and, and ride it up. But so right now, what do we have here? We've got a really sweet looking, a very sweet looking trend line, okay? I love looking at trend lines like that. And what else do we have? Well, we have uh, a triangle, okay? And it's at the bottom right now. So what does that mean? Well, there's another line. So if it breaks down the bottom, you know, look for it to go to 77. 
I would personally be waiting for this to break out of the top. I mean, it's that it's that simple to me. Uh, and when it breaks, I would just follow this thing up and try to get a minimum of a one-to-one -one risk to reward ratio, or maybe just trail it because you can see some of the breakouts that there have been in the past have been pretty significant. Um, but it, it's winding up. The RSI is just kind of flat here. And we've got a really big move that could be potentially coming on. Uh, so very nice looking uh, wedge, which is what I like to see. So um, yeah, that's Baba. Okay, let's go ahead and take a look at Baidu. Baidu. And uh, this thing, wow, this thing is getting absolutely crushed. I don't know what Baidu is. Um, I have no idea. But right now, it's getting absolutely crushed. So one thing that I, I will mention this when I talked about the Bob on the last chart, I really do like to find more bullish stocks that are trending. And so right now, nothing wrong with trading something like this. So we got a, a downward move, but ideally I would look for it to break above here and then be start beginning to make uptrend. You can always do the bottom tr picking trades and those do work, but I have found that I get more bang for my buck if I can catch something that is trending as pullback, kind of like what I just talked about with gold, you know, gold is really strong right now. So anytime you get pullbacks on that, that strength is just, it just works in your favor so well. You wait for a pullback. And when that pullback happens, you get in the trade, you get a really nice tight stop loss. You get a really good risk to reward. And the thing about doing those kind of trades is you get a really good winning. So in this particular scenario, uh, when you get a move down like this, you usually will see consolidation before it recovers. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about consolidation, which is really what a wedge is, but this is a different type of consolidation. So let's look at this last down move. So right here, we got a big down move. You see that right here? Big, big down move. Okay, we're going to cover that. So we went from 160 to 116. Big move down. You look at the RSI, it's 25. So, you know, when you get a move like that, you're like, okay, I think this thing's going to break to the upside. Now, uh, you don't need to ever be in a hurry for, for this. I mean, sometimes you need to be in a hurry, but I'm never in a hurry, <laughs> ever. I, I just don't believe in doing things in a hurry. Because look, it takes consolidation. It takes time for the orders to accumulate. It takes time for buyers and sellers to come in. And usually when you get a bounce, you're going to get a sideways movement with up and down, up and down before you get your bounce. And so that's what we had here. We You could have maybe taken a nice small trade, possibly from 117 to 130, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but you can see that it just kept consolidating. And then finally, when you got the breakout, it made a... And, and this is, these aren't great moves by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just using this as an example. When you have a downward movement, you will usually see some consolidation before the breakout. And same thing if you're looking at an uptrend, right? Here's an uptrend. The price, you're just bouncing on the uptrend. See that consolidation? Just look for a pattern of consolidation for your trade. And, and here's one of the things that I really work hard on is I try to not buy or sell during a consolidation period, right? I try to wait until the price breaks out because when you're in a consolidation, you know the price is gonna, one of the things you can absolutely guarantee is that price is gonna break out. 
but you don't have any control over which direction it is. And we don't control anything in the market anyways. We take the trade. The only thing we can control is when to enter, how much we risk and how to get out. That's it. Once the trade is on, it's on. Uh, you don't control the market, but you do know that when it's consolidating, it's either going to go up or down. It's going to break out of that consolidation range. I would rather wait for it to break out. And I used to buy them as they're dropping, but um, I have learned from doing this is that if you wait for the breakout to happen, your probability increases a great deal. So if I was going to trade this, I would wait for this thing to slow down. You know, you're we're looking at a 22 on the RSI. So I'm thinking it's going to slow down pretty soon. Let's take a look at uh, support levels here, right? So we're kind of, we're at a support level. Not sure if that's going to hold. If not, there's a support level over here. So one of these levels will hold eventually. But what I'm saying is I'm not going to trade it until I get some consolidation. So I'm looking for sideways choppy price action and then look for a candlestick pattern to break out of the consolidation. You know, you've heard the saying, I'm sure you've all heard it, never catch a falling knife. I do try to follow that uh, because I found that it increases my probability a good bit on my trades. So uh, that is, that is Baidu. Okay, let's take a look at ASMB, ASMB, Assembly Biosciences. Okay, so now this type of stuff, I don't ever trade. I don't know anything about this. But this is just too, I would not trade this. Um, you see, look at this. This is from April 23rd to August. It's just literally chop, junky price action. There's nothing going on here. The price is at 98 cents. The price is 98 cents. So that tells me that it's probably not a great company. And there's not a lot going on. There might have been a news announcement here to spike this up. You know, maybe what they call a pump and dump. I don't know, but I would not mess with ASM. Okay, TLT. All right, TLT, treasury bonds. And uh, so we all know that the bonds have not been performing very well, right? They've been pretty beat up. And so while the trend is down, I'm staying away from these as well. But you can see there could be an opportunity. There could be an opportunity. And, you know, I don't get... I don't do too much fundamentals. I did mention that I like to find good companies that are growing. That's a fundamental. So there are fundamentals are important, but you the reason I don't do them is because they're not, or I don't I don't really get too worked up over them or rely on them is because they don't help with the timing. It's the technical analysis is, that's really critical. So right now there's a lot of reasons why these treasuries are down, interest rates and uh, different economic factors are causing the treasury bonds to go down. Uh, but you can see the trend is very bearish. And so the way that I would trade this is I'm waiting patiently. You can see we bounced off the level. I'm just waiting for the breakout of this top channel, okay? I'm waiting for this channel to, uh, you know, for price to come back. Maybe we'll do one of these and then we do, so. okay? So uh, that is really what I'm looking for on the i'm looking for that breakout to happen right so uh all right so tlt that's what i'm looking at. okay we got an smp smp 500 go back all right so we're going to take a look at the spy the spy which is the sp 500 etf um so 
this is the daily chart. Let's go back. I like to look at things on a higher time frame. I like to do a top-down analysis. So you can see I had already done this. And you know, this is one of those things that you can trade that works just like I was talking about with gold and Tesla. So it's a really a preferred thing to trade. Um, when you get, you got a big up move here and then a pullback and then a breakout, right? So when you get those types of things, it's very simple to just keep following the trend as long as it works. So you can see this trend just keeps happening over and over. And what's interesting about the S&P is the moves get bigger and bigger. Uh, in 2018, we had a big move up, a really strong pullback, the wedge formed, and then a break, right? And then it did it again. Broke down this time in new lows, bear markets coming, everyone was saying. And then boom, big move, right? We went from 237, new highs, 339, right? We're looking at a $100 move. Okay, same thing here. We're at 335, the end of the world's happening. This was COVID, look out. And we got the big, I mean, this move is a monster, 220 to 477, right? Huge, okay? And even along the way, there's been pretty nice pullbacks, pullback, just a lot of really strong pullbacks and opportunity to get in. Well, then we had last year, we had a, a really down market last year. Price just kept moving up and down, kept moving lower till we finally hit it 347, okay? And so if we, um, you know, we look at this big move, we go to 218 all the way up to 479, that is a big, a big move, okay? And so if we draw a fib on there, right, from the swing high, swing low to swing high, you can see it was a pretty decent retracement, uh, almost a 50%. looks like almost a 50% retracement. So when you see that on the Fibonacci, uh, you know that you got a very big opportunity of just hitting those pullbacks. You know, this thing is just, will this go on forever? No, <laughs> no, it won't. This won't work forever. It's worked for a long time. You know, this strategy has worked for a long time. So I'm going to keep doing it until it works. Eventually, things will change, but I don't know when that'll be. But right now it's working. So currently, though, currently we had a big breakout here. So I was long here. But now what's interesting is that it did not make a new high, but is it getting ready to make its next move? So I'm going to zoom up right here. I'm going to zoom up here and you're going to see here that we have a little flag, right? It looks kind of almost like a little animal if we drew like that, like, I don't know, <laughs> a dog or something, um, a horse. You can see we got the body here, the neck, or, or, you, or you can go with the classical flag pattern, whatever you want to do. But you can see the pattern is developing. So what's going to happen here? I don't know. But what I'm looking for, I'm looking for this to break out the top and then to take out some new highs, okay? And so that would be really good because if we do, just like I said with gold, we could see, uh, I mean, when we took out the new highs in 2020, it took out new highs right here and it just, it went from 20, it went from 341 up to 480, okay? So if we take out 480, where are we gonna go? We're we gonna go to 600? I don't know, but- it would be worth watching that trade and maybe possibly getting that move from 420 to 600. So I'm watching this. If the bottom, you know, we've got a really nice area right here of support. I am probably going to be looking for this 
area to get taken out or not to get taken out, to get hit. Looking for it to get hit. The way that I'm trying to trade this is looking for this to get hit. I'm probably going to go long right here. And if I can catch a bounce off of this level, you know, 420 level, great level to catch a bounce and then hopefully break out the top. If, it, if you can catch it at 420, ride that thing up to the 480 highs and beyond would be a really great opportunity. Do I know if that's going to happen for sure? Of course I don't. Um, you know, that's the thing about trading. It's all about probability. Okay. So these chart patterns and technical analysis give you probabilities. You have to trade according to the probabilities and use that to help you uh, grow your profits. Right. And so really it's understanding how the patterns work and then understanding yourself on how to make sure that you can apply discipline. I hate using that word because it's so ugly, discipline, fun, but I know that me personally, I have a hard time sticking with things, right? I, I love following the rules until I don't, and then I want to try something. Okay, so I know for me personally, it's very challenging because I'm always running around and doing things, sticking with one thing, working it, working it, working it until it becomes extremely successful, which is really the key to success and no personal. Okay, F, I don't know if I, I can't seem to find that chart, so I'm going to look at that one. Um, let's look at, um, CMD D clear mind. Okay. Yeah. This is insane. I don't know why, uh, Bill, Bill asked about this. I can't, it's just, I don't even know how you found this chart. How did you find this chart? This thing is 15 cents and it has not moved. Can I pull up a volume? Um, wow. That's just nuts. Um, I don't know how to do these charts, but there's no, I I can't imagine anyone trading. There's not much happening. So uh, yeah, uh, th this is crazy. Okay. Yeah. There's just no price action, no movement, no volume. It's 15 cents. I would not mess around if it's, but, but let me just tell you this. Okay. If this is something that you got from a hot tip, do your research, call the CEO, find out how much money they're making, you know, like, are they coming out with a new product and it's going to create revenues? And, you know, there could be some viability to it, but not with charts. Charts will, there's no reason to trade these with charts. Let's take a look at the next one, sound. Okay. And this one's the same one, same way. This is an AI. It says AI. So that, if that's what that means, um, is this, uh, let's go to a daily chart. Uh, this one's a little bit more, got a little bit more action to it, but you'll see that uh, it's still pretty low in the price point. There is definitely some opportunity here because if you look at it, it's a dollar and you take it up to uh, almost five bucks, right? Yeah, it went up from a dollar. So that's a really high return on investment. So there's been a high return on investment, but there's also been a high loss rate, right? So you're right here, if you got in at $5 and you're stuck on this, all the way down to $1.61, you lost a ton, a ton of money. So when you're dealing with a stock like that, you know, you got to manage your risk. If you want to try to take it, put a tight stop on it and let it ride up. You can 5X your money. Great. But, you know, be very familiar with it. Understand what is the business. I, I don't, like I said, I don't do a ton of fundamental, but I would at least want to see that they're making, make sure. Okay. All right. Uh, so a couple questions here. William said, would I buy a strangle on Tesla? You know, I don't really, uh, I don't really know how a strangle works. The only type of real options I do is like a covered call or a, a buy, uh, I can buy puts or sell puts. But, okay. So let's take a look at ZS, ZS. 
All right. So ZS, this is this is looking good. So what I like about this is we just recently, and I mean really recent, this is an, a beautiful stock because we just hit a new high. And uh, you'll notice that we were down in this trough for a long time. And now we hit a new high and now we're consolidating. Okay. So where was the last time we were at this price? Was all the way over here. So we're looking at a 52-week high because this date is October 10th. Yeah. So we just made a, we're at a new 52-week high because this was October 10th. And right here was October 9th. So it took about a year to make that new high, but we're, we're breaking out. And so there's consolidation pattern, which I like. So if it retests this level, 160, you know, 169, 168, if it retests here and then continues to consolidate, watch for a breakout to the upside. So you can maybe find a bullish engulfing candle to take this level out. And if it does, you know, you got a 10, you got a $10 shelf here. You could put your stop loss below this shelf at around 165 and see if you could come back up and take some of the um, old highs. There's a lot of upside potential on this stock. We got a nice little uptrend happening uh, for the last six months. So yeah, there's definitely some opportunity. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So there, we got uh, any more, anybody want anyone else, any any more to look at? While, while you're putting them in the chat, I'm going to just put some that I've been looking at. Um, let's take a look at, um, I'm going to look at dollar general. Okay. And you know, this is one that's been beat up quite a bit. You can see it's really bad. I mean, it's really ugly. Uh, but, but I kind of like them. There's a lot to talk about with dollar general. And so, you know, sometimes they say to trade stuff, you know, right. And so I know that in my, where I live, they recently opened up a new dollar general brand new and they built the thing so fast like i mean we're talking like a mile from my house and and they built it so fast like i looked at it and it was being built and then the next time i drove by it was finished and i was like wow they really have they figured out how to do that quickly and the store was you know i used to hate dollar general uh, because it's messy the ones that i was in and they were all they were just nasty, messy. They were I could never find anything. Well, these new ones are like clean, well organized, and everything's self checkout. And there's like one employee in the store, and everything's self checkout. I'm like, man, this is a great. It's like really nice. And so I was like, I'm gonna check them out. And so I noticed that they'd expanded a lot, and they, um, you know, some of the sales have gone down. So they this might be bad for a while. But if we do get a break to the upside, it could be a great move. Because look, uh, they're growing revenues, they're growing stores, and there's obviously the risk of being overextended. And I'm just talking about strategy. So fundamentals is what I'm talking about. But technicals, if we go to a weekly chart, you're going to see a really, really strong uptrend. And we have a massive pullback, right? This is massive. And so there's definitely something wrong. Some of the revenues have dropped. Uh, they're having a little bit of problems internally. But I, I personally like what I saw. And so, you know, I like to see things in real life. I'm like, you know what? If I get a bounce here, uh, I'm going to be looking at, at trading this. And so what did I say before? I said, we're looking for a consolidation. Okay, so we're way over. There's This is in value territory. And if they can pull out of it, and they continue to grow. They're actually profitable. They're not losing money. They're growing. You know, if they can pull out and 
then it's good. So what am I going to be looking for? So we have a consolidation. Remember I said that? We had consolidation down here, and now we had a nice break to the upside. And so price moved up. And so is this trend going to continue? It's very possible, right? It's very possible that it does, but I don't know what's going to happen. But what I'll be looking at is for price to come back, consolidate around here, and then it'll either go up down through and make some new lows, or it'll break up and begin to build a nice new uptrend. Um, and so, you know, when you find these stocks like this, you can see that the RSI has bounced quite a bit. It was down at 16, and now it's back up above 50. But when you see stocks that are distressed like this, especially when they're decent companies, you can get some great opportunities. In the past, whenever buying a, um, a pullback on Dollar General was always a really good, uh, a really good move to do. Um, so... Okay, let's go ahead and take a look at another one that I really like. Uh, we're going to take a look at Halliburton. So this is one that uh, is re is working on breaking its new 52-week high, okay? And I always like those. Take a look. Actually did break it, okay? So it broke the 52-week high and very strong trend right here. Hit the 52, couldn't make it, and now it's trying it again. And so if we break through here, I'm really looking at a buy trade right here. It, it broke through, but I'm looking maybe for some consolidation and for this level. So it tried it. It's tried so many times. So it tried over here. But then if you look recently, we had one, two, three, and the bears just can't push it down. The bears cannot push that thing down. And so if it pops up, it means the bears are going to get beat. And so I'm looking at waiting for this to close above this level for some consolidation to happen and then to, to get into the trade. And I, I'll probably take just a small piece uh, right here on the close above. Okay, so we got uh, Robert. Robert wants to take a look at PLTR. Let's see, Robert. Palantir. All right. Uh, really nice performance. Really nice performance, man. Uh, so before that, we had a pretty big down move, but right now we're looking pretty good. So... We got big, strong move up, pull back, next move up. And now we got a breakout, a breakout of this level here. So we're consolidating. So I would look for this consolidation move. If it breaks out of the top, maybe draw a, another line like this. If it breaks out the top of that, I would be looking at buying that, right? Uh, watch for that consolidation to hold. If it does, look for it to buy. Don't doesn't mean buy it right now. Sometimes a lot of times I'll people will watch this and I'll say, I'm looking for this to break out and then they buy it. So yeah, I'm saying that, but don't buy it. You know, there's also this, uh, there's a, a triangle here. So we could easily come back down to the bottom of the triangle, be here for a while and get a really good break. And I do like the trades that are winding longer, right? Like I just showed you that if we go back to that Tesla trade again, that I started with that Tesla trade, has been winding up for a while. And Tesla is such a strong company. When it breaks out, it'll really break. And, it, and we look at this one. Um, we look at this one. It was winding up for a long time. And then when it finally broke out, it was at $9, went all the way up to 20. It doubled. It doubled, right? Um, so, uh, you know, if you don't have a lot, you know, one of the things that, that one of the strategies that I used initially to help me get funding for trading was I would just buy something that I thought was going to break out, right? So I would find 
something like this. And this is really how I got started is I would find something like this and I would just put a few dollars in because I didn't have a lot of money. So I just put, you know, 50 bucks in a hundred dollars and just keep building that position. And then when it finally broke out, you know, I would like, so we got May from 22 all the way from May to 20. And this takes time there. It takes a lot of patience, but I would like dollar cost every single week I would put money in. Right. And so you're doing that for an entire year. Right. And, and it's just, you got such a big position. And when that thing finally breaks and goes from, from here, you know, this actually went from seven to 20, you double your money. You, you, you get time to build that up. You know, you build while this, all this is going on, all of this is happening. You're, you're growing your capital. And then when it takes off, you make a really big gain. Now, obviously there's some risk in that because if it goes to zero, then you lose everything. Or if it never bounces really bad, but a great, great, right. Okay. And I'm going to do one more here and that's Tempest Therapeutics. Thanks, Jay. Wow. Okay, so this thing just went from 25 cents up to $9.50. So I guess my big question to Jay is, did you have like 25,000 shares at 25 cents <laughs> or 100,000 shares? 100, good, good. Yeah, you could, well, you could have bought 100 shares at, at a quarter and sold, made a lot of money. But um, at four bucks right now, this is, you know, there's no real predictability here. I can't really say. I would probably sell if you got in at four and six, right? I mean, what I would do doesn't mean what you would do. I'd probably sell my, start looking at stocks. Not saying that's not decent, but you know, something that you can make good, predictable predictions about and stuff that follows clear technical analysis guidelines. So I, I don't really know. There's something going on with this kind of, for this type of price action, I don't know, some news or you know, something like that happened, but I mean, if for a company that's trading at 25 cents, I'm going to assume that they're not making any money, but there's like talk that they could make some money. And because of that, jump. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, um, let's see here. What else was I looking at? It looked pretty good. I think I'm going to go take a look at Apple and let's take a look at Apple. You know, Apple's another great one to trade because it's very clean and it has some great moves. Look at this move from December 22, uh, from 127 up to 197. It's a great move. And so very similar to what we saw in Tesla, right? And I'm going to use a pin. Look, we got trend line and we got a wedge, right? So if this, it's just had another update today. So if it breaks out for this thing to go and make some new highs, right? So that it takes some patience to wait for those type of setups, but really could be uh, a great setup here on Apple. And uh, you, you want to try to find those good price patterns. I think that's a great, great trade opportunity, great setup happening, depending on what happens in the market. I mean, it's always the market is do crazy things. That's why we always, um, we always draw our manage our risk. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, I, I did a Bob already, so I'm not sure if you missed that part. If you didn't, uh, the, you know, David's going to drop that recording so people can watch that later on, I think. Um, so for scanners, what I do is I use, um, I use Finviz, I use Finviz. And then I also use uh, a private scanner that, uh, that is really good as well. Um, Finviz for fundamentals. And then I have some other scanners that help with 
analyzing the underlying options on stocks to help.